welcome to the Scott and Paul and sometimes Dan's show. Dan's not here. Of course, he says he will be, but we'll see. Scott! What's um, up, man? <laughs> well, Sega wants to bring us some bad games. Are you ready for it? And it's going to be on Steam, so it'll be really, really dirt cheap. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's see what we got here. $30 yeah. for Sonic Lost World. Oh, that's not really interesting all of a sudden. But you oh, get wait a minute. Sonic and All-Star Racing also Transform. Race. Yeah. That's a good game. That's really good, actually. So you can look at it and say you're buying Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed and you get Sonic Lost World free and the DLC. Yeah. But I wonder what Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform cost by itself. Because <laughs> that's just what I would do. Um, Sonic Racing is really good. I mean, it's obviously a, a Mario Kart clone, but I think it has better drifting by far than Mario Kart 8. Um, but, yeah... It's really good, but I don't know if it's thirty dollars good at this point. Uh, Sonic Lost World is a game that's like up and down. Like you're like one minute you're playing, you're like man, this game is like really good, and then it just goes and craps all over you for a little bit, and then you get really mad and it's buggy. And the one thing it really sucked about was your targeting. Um, when you would jump up and you would hit your jump button again, you get a targeting reticle, and then Sonic would automatically zoom over and and spin into him and hit him and you could just keep bouncing and uh sometimes you'd have to cross these big gaps like that and the targeting would break halfway through and you'd fall and it happened a lot especially in the later half of the game so it's a decent game but i mean it just another i don't know some more money spent on development and uh it's i you know it's something for the bargain bin are you saying the glory days of sonic are gone scott come on yeah. Last processing, baby. I it, mean, it, it's it's still there. The heart of Sonic is still beaten. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, put him out the pasture. I mean, I'm not one to give up on franchises so easily, but if they're going to make more Sonic games, they need to be the racing game. I mean, it's just... It's good. I like the first one. Yeah, the first one was good, too. So... Now, of course, I'm, I'm sure everybody's wondering why we're not talking about the, the beta for Star Wars. Uh, we're what very beta? tired. We'll, we'll get to it when we feel like it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're giving Dan time to show up. We're, <laughs> we're stalling. But also, we're very tired, and we just don't care. Yeah. We, we may stop and talk about the game I bought today. Ah, how about that? What did you buy today? We'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about when you feel like it, apparently. Yeah. Well, I'm tired. Do you feel like talking about The Witcher 3? Uh, no. But we will. Witcher right, 3, then. update 1.10. Uh, 15 gigs. This is normally what Scott would call the bug hunt. And if I had an actual program that worked, we would play a little music clip, but... Guess what? We can't find one that actually works. So, um, let's just, Scott was, is Scott is going to read this right up here. Read it. Scott is a quote because I can't pronounce this fucker's name. Yeah. The community lead. You can look that up if you want. Uh, all told, it packs pretty impressive. 600 changes, including fixes for a load of quests, 
optimizations to make things smoother on PC and consoles, over 150 stability improvements, do iron out hiccups, additional conversations, yada, 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 yada. And they straightened out the inventory and changed some of the conversation for the relationships to make them better. So, I mean, it, they're taking a proactive stance versus what a lot of these companies do. And they wait for this huge backlash and they're like, oh, well, it was a terribly broken game. And now we're going to put out a 40 gig patch. Witcher 3 isn't terribly broken, apparently. So, just some minor, 600 minor issues. Well, it's not all. It's 600 changes, but not all of it's bugs. Optimizations, that's not necessarily a bug. Stability is not necessarily buggy. Um, maybe they just found a way to improve frame rates, things like that, keep from crashing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems... Eh. Project Red, CD Projekt Red, that's a, that's a developer that makes a quality product and backs it up period 15 gigs is a that's a hell of an update yeah 1.10 well, patch. normally that's like a 0.1 patch but 1.10 patch but again there's like well, how much additional conversations did they add yeah because those are all voice acted right in this one yeah. i don't yeah. know i haven't played it yet i just read the reviews and watched some videos it's on my list. And your relationships with them as well, story as a whole. I mean, that's uh, that's not your standard uh, Colonial Marines fix. This is them actually taking time and doing things right. So that's uh, – CD Projekt Red actually gives a shit about their games, unlike some people who just try to fix it so people will shut up and, and quit complaining. Yeah, and pay DLC and, you know, buy DLC. I don't so. think anybody asked them to do a lot of these things. They just did it to, because they care. That's pretty cool. So, so unfortunately, Scott does not get his bug hunt this week. Which I'm, I'm sure he could. Hmm. Bitch about something, Scott. Do it. Bitch about something to bug hunt? I can't think of anything off the top of my head that was buggy. Well, yeah, they're I mean, beta out this week. Yeah, that's a beta, that's a beta. but I mean, so. we could talk about the bugs that are in it as filler for a bug hunt. Um, <laughs> well, and the controls for the you ask me, on. the game launches in 35 days. Any bugs present today will probably be in it when it launches. So, that's Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I don't trust EA or DICE or anybody to, to fix anything before it comes out. Mm. Um, no, they should have had this beta about five months ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, beta is far from broken. It's very playable. And I think it's pretty fun. I think it did a pretty good job. I mean, there's minor things. So, uh, flight control sucks. Vehicles suck. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I didn't get was like if I point the Adat's blaster, if I point the cursor at something, it doesn't hit where the cursor's at. I'm not exactly yeah, lobbing cannon fire. I'm shooting freaking lasers. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was kind of annoying, but I compensated by just ignoring a reticle and firing a shot and then tracking where my last shot was at, like using a tracer and a machine gun or something. Um, vehicle controls, the flight mechanic works really well. Um, the lock-on's fine. The radar leaves a lot to be desired. Um because it's very sometimes you can get confused on 
uh, above or below. There's, the lock-on's kind of useless on telling you which direction your opponent's in. So you're kind of just randomly turning in directions, hoping you see that guy. You can kind of use your, your radar, but it's an overhead view of the game map, so you can only tell whether he's basically to your right, front, back, behind, but you're, you're, there's no 3D plane to it, so you spend a lot of time, two ships just circling. I mean, I've just kind of flown around the perimeter and watched two guys circle each other just mm-hmm. like they're stupid. Um, I thought the flight controls sucked. Yeah, when I say flight controls, as far as just like wobbling yeah, left yeah. and right, like Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron, those flight controls were awesome. This is total shit. It's like, and the targeting with the the starfighters is atrocious. Um, your web, your missile locks, yeah, work fine, but your lasers, um, if they're if you're circling around trying to hit that guy. I noticed it seems like the lasers, like if my if my vehicle's pointing this way and the enemy's coming in here, the lasers will track this way without me facing them. And uh, I, it seems to me in the canon somewhere the TIE Fighters had some directional ability, but I don't know about the X-Wings or anything. But I don't like it because if I'm on the tail of another guy and he cuts this way and I cut this way, that aim assist which I've toggled off, but that, I think, only affected the ground. It didn't seem to affect the vehicles. If I'm tracking a guy and he's making a hard right, and I'm shooting at him, and I've got him dead to rights, the lasers just keep falling behind him, and they don't hit him. So if I try to lead my target, the lasers still fall behind him, no matter how far I lead. Uh, I didn't like that. Um, If it wasn't a straight-on shot, and sometimes we would be, we would go past each other like this, and I could, their model would be almost completely past my field of view, and I would land a hit. I don't like that. Um, I can play around it because, you know, I just like Starfighters, I guess. But it's definitely a huge knock on my enthusiasm for the game. Definitely do not like the targeting. I can get by the flight controls as far as the sensitivity goes. I can learn that. But that the targeting for the weapons I thought was terrible. Your lasers, are they I mean, I got a lot of kills with lasers, but regardless, the guy was, would fly straight or we would be not even, I don't even say how we could see each other and I'd be landing hits and they'd fall out of the sky. So, I don't know. I But I could watch the lasers like shooting off at odd angles. Definitely like the game though. I can't, I can't, I mean, that, that part needs some work, but well, I, I, I really enjoyed the game. Nice. You can just hit the D-pad and just, that, that's a nice little. Yeah. Action, but. Yeah. Other than that, like that. Uh, uh, mm. yeah, definitely need some work. I only tried to wrap a walker's legs up like maybe twice, and I didn't live long enough to learn the feel for how to do it in this particular game. I'd either hit like a ad ad or, or an ATST or something, or I'd catch a uh, the cliffside or something. Just just, just trying to learn it. So yeah, we'll there, see when the game launches. Certain bugs where if you initiate the controls to to get like a hero or to initiate the the call to where you can get like an ad or row squadron call in you can still get killed i was like what that's yeah and then you lose it yeah yeah that's yeah if you, if you that's get shot while you're calling it you lose it i think if you get i can't remember if you get shot and you're not in the middle of calling it do you get to keep it no. Or is that just the special that's the special weapons like the rocket launcher and stuff? Yeah. You get to keep yeah. those, but if you're if the you're call-ins, you can't 
Yeah. That's and and I get it with the I get that with the ADA and I get that with like the ATSTs to having that system because it would really unbalance it if they I don't know. I just don't see what the point in the icons are. I mean they're aggravating. I should be able to go into like the hangar and echo base and just freaking load up a ship. And if I want to go fly, I'm gonna go fly. I liked in Battlefield how you had your ships, your airplanes and tanks and stuff. There was a limited number of them, but they always spawned from one certain spot, which I guess the power-ups are in the same spot. But I just want to run up the vehicle, jump in it, and take off and go. I don't like the power-up as far as getting most of the weapons. I get it with the AT, AT and everything, but I didn't like it for the X-Wings and stuff like that. But then again, it'd be like Battlefield you'd have people just camp in the vehicles, which I guess you have people camp in the icons. Now they just get shot up before they can do it. So yeah. we're, we're under attack right now. You can hear that. It happens. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of the gun mechanics when you're a soldier? Well, they were fine. I didn't have any problem with the guns. Yeah. I thought they, I thought it was really neat how, the cooling down mechanism, then you need a little bit more space when you're trying to hit the the cool down. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. like it it goes boom and it's you got like a split second to hit it. Which yeah. I mean, I guess I can learn that. The um, oh, I mean, if if you have the option when that final game comes out that you can actually kind of level up to widen the gap, that'll be fine. Yeah, I'm hoping. But yeah, I'm not buying the game. So I heard some people talking about the um, they didn't like the accuracy of the weapons, and I didn't have any trouble. No, I was missing it's because I didn't have the cursor on them. See, like in Battlefield, I feel like in Call of Duty, I mean, I did okay in those games, but I would feel like a lot of times I'd just be like unloading on some dude, and none of the bullets would hit, and he would be like 15 yards from me. And I'm like, <laughs> I got a shotgun, a buckshot. You should something <laughs> should hit you, yeah. and. uh if I was playing it on PC, I'd, I'd be a lot better. But yeah, I definitely, definitely like that when I put my cursor on somebody and I pull the trigger, lasers hit them if I'm doing my job. So definitely, definitely, I've, that was the biggest thing that was going to hinge for whether I'm going to buy it or not. If I can point my weapon at a guy and pull the trigger and hit him, I'm golden. But that's one of the things that Call of Duty. I don't know if it was my internet connection or if it's poor coding somewhere, but I just. I did okay, but there was a lot of times I'd like, have the drop on somebody, and I'd put five or six rounds in them, and they'd do a 180 and bust me. And I'm like, seriously? I did so, notice a couple of times that has happened that I've, I've put at least five or six rounds in somebody, and they didn't go down. Other times they have. So, yeah, I never did figure out the cycler rifle, which is like the sniper rifle. Um, I would hit a guy, and it would take like 90% of his health. And I guess you have to have a headshot to kill him. But man, I could not aim that thing to save my life. And other times it seemed like the laser, I would see it hit me below the head and my guy would just drop instantly. So I don't know if there's something you could level up that I didn't see. Um, Cause when I read the sharpshooter description, it didn't seem like it added damage or anything, but I don't know. Maybe there's a critical hit system. I just not aware of. So there is critical hits. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I saw it on the little ticker. You got points for it. Yeah. Uh, did you try job zone? I tried both of them. Yeah, yeah, I like Drop Zone. That was pretty hectic. I thought the map was really cool. Um, did you I level up to the, like the little pits? So that's why I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah, I got in those a few times. I I drop in them and then freaking thermal detonator roll in there with me. I'm like, hey, this sucks. Um, 
It was the okay. jetpack is badass. Yeah, that thing it it feels like it has a real weight to it when you're playing the game. I was definitely impressed with the jump pack. I think the cooldown is just about right too. If it's something worth getting, if I actually had a couple other people would actually purchase the game, I would probably get it. But nobody else I know is going to get it, so it's not going to be worth getting. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, without a single player campaign, that definitely tempers my excitement too. Um, and I'm on a, like a lifetime EA ban. So I've got to buy it off somebody used. <laughs> Good job. I am not purchasing that game new retail. I will find a way to find somebody that doesn't like it, that spent their money on it, and I will get it from them. So, yeah, but no money for EA. Not happening. <laughs> Standing strong. I can see myself buying DLC, though. <laughs> if I get the game at a good price... I might buy DLC, but it'd have to be some really good shit. But I'm not buying that season pass. That's a freaking crock of shit. Fifty bucks for a season pass. You get a you get a custom emote. Woohoo! Ooh, so, yeah. I mean, maybe if they put it on a plastic stand, I could touch it. I'd buy it, but <laughs> well, some it, NFC well, functionality. You, you can buy the uh, buy the refrigerator from Walmart, and you can get the game free. So. The Walmart is, uh, offer is pretty badass. I like that. I like that. Um, you can say you're buying the refrigerator and you just got to get yeah. free. Yeah. I've been looking at that. Which Best Buy would have it since I have that Gamers Club unlocked. Oh, yeah. well. It is what it is. That's a lot of money for a fridge that I probably won't really use. Well, you can uh, get me the fridge. and <laughs> keep. I'll just, I'll just sit and look at it. Might ask for that for Christmas. That'd be awesome. Yeah. See if Santa Claus is bringing me that shit. So, yeah, I, I mean, I would buy the game today if it was out. I mean, I did really enjoy it, but my excitement is definitely. But I mean, I played the same two levels fifty times. That's the problem. I mean, yeah, it kept me interested in those same two levels. That makes me think, what's it going to be like when you have indoor and all these other levels to play in? So definitely, definitely got my interest. If a gameplay can keep me hooked that long, then uh, for just two levels, then probably probably something there. Uh, so I might wait a bit to get it though. Single uh, player's killing me. Uh, I I think though, if you wait too long, you're going to get killed. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You want to get on day one? That's that's the problem. Yeah, that's one of those games. You're gonna have a really tough time with the leveling up and being behind. But eh, that happens with all of them. Yeah. So. There's going to be some 10-year-old who's going to get down there and it's going to kill your ass. Oh, did you see where it doesn't have uh, built-in voice chat? You have to rely on the party system. That's good. So, yeah, I mean, it works for me. I don't want to listen to little dipshits when I'm trying to listen to that epic Star Wars music and hop around with my little jetpack. Mm. So. Yeah. Uh well, if Dan had a PlayStation 4 and you bought it, I'd buy it. But, yeah. Man, there's a huge fire in this house. Uh, I don't know. 
sixty dollars is a lot of money for a multiplayer game, and I don't like multiplayer games. That's the problem. Sixty dollars is a lot of money for any game. I mean, it's just, but they have to they have to charge that much, and then hope they sell five million copies to break even. They so, it's Star Wars game. Yeah, Star Wars will do it, especially with the new movie coming out. Star Wars will do it regardless. Battlefront's been one of the better games in the last fifteen years of Star Wars games. I have the first two on the original Xbox, and um, I still pull those out once in a while. I still think there's some things from the first two they could definitely utilize in. There are certain elements. Uh, one thing, like the hero power-ups in the new one. Um, man, I, I know it kind of breaks canon, and they're trying to be as close to realistic as possible, but the uh, speed of the Jedi when you got them in uh, Battlefront 2 was awesome. I mean, you could just cover the map, like, instantly. I mean, because they just, they I don't know, four speed, I guess. But, I mean, they just hopped and went. And it, that was really cool. I really like that, being able to move that fast. Not that, then again, it is kind of cool. Like, Vader and Luke are like tanks. And they just start stomping towards you, and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of chip them down a little bit. And, uh, I mean, it's like it's like uh, max difficulty in Bison. Yeah. <laughs> He's so, going he's to he's mow you down. You're going to hope you can hit him with 2,000 Hadoukens and wear him out. I mean, that's it. So, but you feel pretty badass when you take out a Jedi on the game until you realize that when you play as one of a Jedi or Vader, you realize, oh, wait, their health meter just completely drains out within like a minute. Oh, yeah. I'm not that badass. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I think, I think with the minute, I think with the time limit for your health, I think movement speed should have been increased somehow. Just make it old school. I mean, yeah, Vader's will look silly out there flopping around like that, but yeah, man, screw it, dude. Or at least let me force choke people from like 200 yards. Yeah, <laughs> so, let me do, do some yeah. kind of balance. Oh, that's another problem that, that we were talking about the other day. The uh, kill count is fucked up on, on the beta. Cause. Yeah, I mean, I should have been like 30 and 0 every time. I don't know what was up with that. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, totally Negative KDRs. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I noticed that there were sometimes kills weren't registering. And I, like, I would get points on my screen for the kill, and then it wouldn't tick on the scoreboard. But I didn't have that one too often. I don't check the scoreboard that much. Mm -hmm. But I know there was a couple times I would flip. Oh, I got 10 kills. Boom. And just out of habit, I guess, I'd, I'd hit that button again that wouldn't be there. And then if the match ends and you're in a vehicle, it's flying and it wrecks into the mountain while the scoreboard's up after you've lost control of everything, you watch your death meter kick up one. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, can, that can affect your KDR a little bit. But yeah. I mean, over the course of thousands of matches, it'll be a very small, meaningless effect. And then I was Vader one time and I killed at least five people. And then at the end of the game, I only had like two kills. So I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, did have a, I did have a really good streak with the ATST once. Um, we were on the second phase of Hoth, and the idiots in Echo Base just kept pouring out of that freaking big opening. <laughs> it was okay, and nobody seemed to have an ion grenade or the ion shot, and I just laid waste to them. I probably had 25 kills just right there. They just kept running out and just dying. I was just like, okay, guys. So The one thing I've noticed both on the um, – Tatooine and, and Hoth. If I don't know if this is is about us as a people or, or just it's I would actually join the Empire. 
because <laughs> people in, the, in that game liberal are, socialist bastard. No, no, no. The, the fact is, if you're playing on the rebellion, those people are fucking idiots because they will not do their job. The people who play who are on the empire they actually all work together for the same common goal the people in the rebellion are fucking idiots yeah i know when you're on hoth um if you're on the imperial side yes you do have a huge advantage there's a balance issue there yeah there is a balance the, but, the, but that's the, the way vehicles, that game is set up yeah because it's hoth um yeah. they might tweak it a little bit to where maybe the walker doesn't take so much damage but i mean we managed a few wins but i noticed that the shutting down of the uplinks, you would see those things completely freaking swarmed by stormtroopers mm -hmm. constantly. When you're playing as the rebel, I see I was solo going for the uplinks almost every time. I hardly yeah. ever saw a rebel there. Even if there were not any stormtroopers there at that moment, there would not be a rebel within freaking 200 yards of me. Yeah. And I would go over there, and then then ten freaking stormtroopers just roll in and wipe me out. And it yeah. was just like you know, and like we'd have like a mass respawn where say maybe somebody hit us with an orbital strike or something, and we would all be running. And the closest uplink would show that it needs turned on, and everybody maybe one or two of us would have a death match. Nobody wants to go to. The everybody was death matching unless they were playing Empire, and then they were playing to objectives. Yeah. So, it's, and it was already unbalanced for the Empire anyway, so that made it really hard. Yeah. And then when you're playing the other mode, same thing. Everybody oh, yeah. teams up, and everybody's a unit when it comes to the Empire, but Rebellion? Nope. Everybody's solo, just running around. Ooh, death, 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 death. Or they'd be trying to snipe up on the hillside, not even pointing towards the pod that we're supposed to be controlling or capturing. Yeah. I, I There were several times I would see a dude jetpack up there, and I'd watch him. You know, because I'm going along and I see him shooting this way. Yeah. The pod's over here and that's where I'm heading. He's in my field of view and I see just constant shooting, which, I mean, in a way, the map's probably small enough that maybe you could say he was thinning the herd out. Mm -hmm. But I think he was just trying to respawn, kill people respawning on the yeah. perimeter myself. But yeah, I know one match, there was one guy I was really bad about. And he, and he clearly led in kills, but his objective points was like zero. I mean, you know. And I, yeah, yeah, and I'm the only guy going out there. Okay, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to claim the pod. I'm going to run back out here. I'm going to shoot any motherfucker that goes up here and tries to claim the pod. Wait, where's everybody else at? Oh, they're over there. Just yeah, running around and fucking fucking off. Yeah, <laughs> like screw it. I did the same thing on on Hoth, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> Turn on the uplink. Where the hell is everybody at? That's it. Screw it. I quit. I'll just step back there. I'll just walk. No, go ahead. Shoot them. I don't care. Let the that ass go. Yeah. I don't care. Kill everybody. Um, Ruin the empire when this is done. Screw it. I did get into party chat with one of my friends on Xbox, and we uh, ran as a, a, a tandem uh, in Hoth, which we were usually, especially on the Rebel side, we were outgunned, but. I mean, it made a huge difference having someone with a headset be able to communicate. Hey, man, you got guy on your left, you got guy on your right. Hey, I'm getting shot in the back. I'm probably gonna die. So if you spin around now, I'm telling you, I'm getting shot in the back. You got a chance. So it, our survivability increased tenfold. But I, it's a very solid shooter. I'll give it that. Very solid shooter. Definitely like it. So 
Yeah. Like I said, it had a couple of people who had it. Probably be worth the buy, but I expected it to be a complete mess after the battlefield fiascos, which are plural. Um, it's like I'm not even interested. I mean, it's Star Wars. That's the only thing that's got me. I mean, yeah, okay, I still wasn't interested, but I was interested in the Star Wars license, but I had no expectation of that game being fun. Zero. I thought this is going to be a broken-ass mess, and it played pretty well. I mean, minus the vehicles need a little tweaking, and the Starfighter control needs a lot of tweaking. Uh, whatever, I'm there for the ground combat, I guess. I'll have to wait for another Rogue Squadron, hopefully one of these days, for something. <laughs> oh, my God, those were some of the best games, especially... Yeah. Rogue Squadron 2 was just epic. So I will say that if I see like a, um, a vehicle over there and I start to go for it and somebody else cuts me off and they grab it, I'll just go ahead and take a pot shot at that. Yeah, I had people meleeing me and throwing grenades at me because I was, I was like one match, I was like, okay, screw objectives. I'm going to learn the freaking Starfighter controls because I would get in a stupid thing and this is something I really hate about Starfighter controls is your ship pops onto the screen and then it flies in a straight line forever before you get control of it. And you just see like three red dots closing in on you and you know they're all launching missiles hmm. and you just get completely smoked. And uh, that's one thing I hate when you do that transition. Yeah. But yeah, I kept I kept getting that TIE fighter um, that's on the left of the AT-AT when you first start. And, uh, I mean, I probably had it seven or eight times straight. And I finally, about the fifth or sixth time, I started to get a feel for the controls and started getting some kills. And uh, I actually got to the point where I pretty much ran the map on that game for quite some time. Oh, I probably had like ten kills in the fighter. But, um, yeah, these guys, man, they were just throwing grenades. I just had the jump pack. I just jumped over their head, you know, the hell with them. So they didn't have it, apparently. So. Yeah, it got to the point where eventually it's like the controls are so bad, and it's like, screw it. I'm just going to focus on fighting. Yeah. Go I, got, I got pretty decent. I got pretty decent. What, one thing I am curious about is it's like the X Wing. If I see a TIE fighter and I shoot a burst of fire at the TIE fighter, it seems like, and I'll see the hits and I'll see the little points come up, you know, vehicle damage. And I'm like, okay, sweet. I get in the A Wing, which only has two lasers. And it burns through the freaking TIE fighter like a like a you know hot knife through butter. I mean, it was like it didn't make any sense to me. It's why is there such a huge power difference? And it seemed like if a guy was in an A wing and shooting at me, he'd burn me down like that. Um, whereas with the X wing, it seemed like I could take a beating when someone when I was flying a TIE fighter and somebody was in an X wing. It seemed like I could take a beating with that TIE fighter before that X wing could take me out. So I don't know. I just just some odd oddities I noticed. So, well, Battlefront will be out November 17th, and um, you can pick one up for PlayStation 4 for $350. Price drop. It finally happened. Not sure if Dan is going to get that or not. Dan? Oh, wait. Dan's not here. Of course. Just like I'm Dave. Sure yeah, just like Dave, Dan's not here. Um <laughs> so uh 
see we have the uncharted edition and the star wars edition limited edition call of duty black ops one terabyte edition which is ugly as shit have you yes seen that? extremely ugly yes the taz orange and black edition the disney infinity 3.0 edition um it's a pretty good game i don't know if that's I don't it has jerky ass starfighter controls too i don't understand like all these games that's come out in the last few years it's either been star wars or something with a vehicle like this jerky ass controls it's just like give me precision control of this vehicle i don't i don't get the jerky controls it's it's not fun that comes out um actually hold on Call of Duty Edition comes out November 6th. Disney Infinity comes out November 13th. That's 400 that's $400. Call of Duty Edition is $430. Um, yep, that's it. Yeah, I'd say if I was going to buy a bundle it would have to be the Star Wars one. Just not interested. I mean, cuz I already have freaking Disney Infinity. So yeah, 3.0 is pretty fun. Big improvement over the first two. Okay. Hopefully Dan can hop into the PS4 world one of these days. I don't know. He has an Xbox One, and we don't – I mean, right now he's working a lot of hours, but I don't even see him online that often. So. But Dan wants Street Fighter 4. It's true. It is true. Did you see the new grappling-based character, the jiu-jitsu-based one? Saw a picture of her. It's yeah, still watched the, long though. That's who I want. Watched the video and it looked. She looked like she was pretty cool. A lot of arm bars and stuff. She's a cool looking combos. And is that it? One more piece of, of gaming and news: Hololens mixed reality gaming. Wake up, Scott. I look pretty neat. I mean, if. I mean, it was obviously a demo, but um, and they added the one shots. Of course, they shared the shots side by side, what was real world and what was just a, dem a demonstration of what he's kind of seeing. If it's half as good as what it implied that it was, I mean, it, it, it would definitely be interesting. I mean, I don't care to get up and play a game on my feet, move around, things like that. But I could see, like, I don't know, sitting in, like, a coffee table in front of you and playing an RTS and moving your shit around. I mean, that would be cool. I mean, I, hell, it's just like playing with toys when you're a kid, except now you can see them do, like, fatalities to each other. So like, this, would ah! like, yeah, th this would be like uh, the next evolution of Risk. Yeah, I mean, something like that, or a Command & Conquer type game, you know? Um, Minecraft, which I think there was a demo, or a, not a demo, but a proof of con. no, it wasn't even proof of concept. It was just a concept video of a Minecraft with HoloLens, like, what, a year no, ago or something? No, it was, it was a few months ago. It was Minecraft. Yeah. I mean, that'd be really neat because I would love to be able to take my finger and then have a starting point and just go and have a stack of blocks. You know, even I mean, the mouse is pretty fast, but that, I mean, that'd be cool. So I don't know. Being able to pick all that stuff up and move it around. But thing is, for me, what I'm confused about is if I've got, say, a stack of blocks here, I've got a stack of blocks here. And I reach, and I'm trying to grab that back stack. What's going to help me guide my hand to that stack? And I, I 
to me, I just want to know how it's going to do. I guess depth perceptions one way. I'd mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. How to how to how to accurately manipulate things in a three D space. That's what I want to know. Because it seems to me like I don't know. Maybe it would. Once your hand goes past a certain point, maybe it would draw the blocks on the screen in front of your hand or something to tell you you're behind it. But still, I don't. I'm just curious to see how you can get the precision. If you can get the precision down, ten four. Otherwise. I'll be holding a stick going shooters, I guess. Because hmm. so, that looked pretty neat. Well, I mean, they, they perfect the connect so this they can get this right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Wait. I mean, they didn't, they didn't mess up connect. so. Alternate reality? What? Yeah. Connect is a lot of good ideas. But the other thing with connect, I haven't, I haven't messed with the Xbox One connect. I never bought one. But the thing about the Xbox 360 Connect was that the technology was limited, or was it the developers were cashing in on the Connect name? You don't, you know. The, the problem with, with the the original Connect was they nerfed it. the The original version that came out was not the version that they originally had. They they licensed the original concept of it, and then the one that they shipped was not the original one that they had. They purposely nerfed it. To save money. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, there was a few games I had some fun with. Uh, Connect Adventures, is, I mean, it's it's kind of crappy, but it's a party game. So if you got three or four people and uh, or your kids or you're drinking, <laughs> drinking makes everything better, right, to a point. Um, yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun playing Connect Adventures. It was a, what I call a good game. It's kind of hard to say it's not good and to say I enjoyed it at the same time. But I know the Transformer movies are not good, but I enjoy watching robots smash robots. I don't enjoy anything else about them. I can look on YouTube and see everything I need to see about a freaking Transformer movie. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of the same thing for Connect Adventures. Connect Star Wars was shit. Um, Connect Disney World, when the Connect was reading you, was actually really fun and cool. Like, you can move, manipulate things. And you get about 10 minutes of gameplay, and it was like, recalibrate, recalibrate, recalibrate. And it's, I had plenty of space. I had everything set up. We used the little paper things, the whole nine yards. And it's it's a game I think a lot of it had to do with developers cashing in on a name. So, But when Disney worked, Disney was really cool. So what was it called? The um, Pod Racers Connect. It's kind of cool, but your arms would fall. <laughs> You're doing this. Hold your arms out in space and like, you know, they get real heavy and fatigued. You start getting lactic acid burning up. So, fun for a little bit. But hmm. The lightsaber combat was shit in that game. It's like I just wanted to hold something and swing it and it read it and it would try and do it the way I'm moving my hand. And it just, it was just basically reading slashes and there was a generic animation. So, um, the Rancor Rampage was pretty fun, though. You got to play the Rancor and you run around and smash buildings and eat people and shit. So I guess it did have some fun with Connect. Just Dance. I mean, I had a few injuries playing Just Dance. I did like Just Dance. So it's really good for dance games. I'll give it that. But I haven't tried the new one, so I don't know. I guess I liked Connect more than I thought I did. But for precision gaming, it just wasn't there. Not like you can get with a mouse and keyboard or even a controller. Okay. On to movie news. Because I, what you said just reminded me of this. 
Transformers 5 is confirmed to be in the works. <sighs> Toy Whatever. company Hasbro reveals at least 10 more years in the franchise, including plans for 6th, 7th, and 8th sequels. Michael <laughs> Bay is speculated to direct and produce the 5th film with Mark Wahlberg reprising his role as Cade Yeager. Uh, That's a Hollywood-sounding fictional name. Um, according to Den of Geeks, Paramount and Hasbro rounded up a group of writers from hell to help with putting up a strategy for future Transformers films. Hasbro president Stephen Davis revealed that their collaboration with Paramount proved to be a successful uh, a success. Sorry, and make money, and that at least four possible future films are finally confirmed. Oh God, this is from VC Post, by the way. If uh... um. Hold on. <laughs> I got to ruin your life. Aquara, you made me lose it. But anyway, this is bad news for the world. Um, Scott, are you, are you ready for this? Are, are you ready for 10 more years? This, 10 more years of Transformers. This is the world that your children are going to live in. A Michael Bay future. Oh, my God. Yeah, definitely, definitely bad. I mean... You know, when the robots are punching each other, when you can track the action and there's not a bunch of shaky cam, uh, that's all I like. I mean, that's it. And there's some eye candy with some of the actors. That's about it. Eh. You know. Kids like it. Um, but, I mean, even even the last one, um, my two, my seven, five-year-old, they, they lost interest halfway through. It just, it was terrible. It was a terrible movie. So... At least I didn't have to listen to Shia, Shia, whatever the hell the guy's name is, scream Optimus 16,000 times. So. But you had to listen to um, Marky Mark say where the fuck it was he kept saying. I don't like, remember, but I can watch. Can, or or where the fuck it was he kept saying over and over I, again. I can watch Marky Mark freaking sweep sidewalks. I don't know. That guy just, I like watching him. I like him in movies, but mm. especially when he's. Um, not being a so serious character, uh, like pain and gain, and uh, I'm an inventor. That's what he kept. <laughs> I'm an inventor. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I like watching Marky Mark, but I know he get he if he knew about that, he'd probably drive down here and punch me in the face and break my big nose, right? <laughs> so I'm um, not a ninety year old homeless Chinese dude either. So I'm just saying, but I can say, hey, I got punched by Marky Mark. It'd be kind of cool. Um. I got more bad news. <sighs> All bad news out of Hollywood, typically, isn't it? Um, yeah. Gran Turismo movie is on the way. John and Eric Hopper, the sibling writer team behind the Red Action franchise, have been tapped to get Sony's adaptation of racing game video game Gran Turismo back on track. The, the duo will work with Joseph, some Polish guy, I think, the filmmaker behind the sci-fi movies Oblivion and Tron Legacy, who is on board to direct the feature project. Plot details are under wraps, but the story is set to play with the conceit of a gamer turned racer, which is just dying to be made. Yeah. Here's an idea. I'm, I hate the licenses just get slapped on any product 
But if there is a license that you could just slap on something, it's Grand Freaking Turismo. Why? Make a movie about people racing cars and call it Grand Fucking Turismo. End of story. Those are great, fun, epic games, but at the same time, they're such a simulation as far as a PS3 or PS2 control will allow that they're actually very bland. <laughs> I mean, I love Gran Turismo, but it's very bland at the same time. So, just make a... a it's a fucking car porn game. I mean, that's Yeah, a- just make a car porn movie. Ah, we've had a thousand of those. Make another one called Gone 60 Seconds. There's no over... There's no narrative to Gran Turismo. It's just car porn. So just make a car porn movie and add whatever stupid narrative you want, I guess. And then they Can it be sponsored are. by Reddit? Yeah. Yeah. So, car porn. Yeah. That's our Reddit. Car porn. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's nothing to really eh, to attach Gran Turismo to any movie about a car. There you go. Plot details are under wrap, but the story is to play with the conceit of a gamer turned racer. Adaptation is the wrong word for this story. (laughs) There's nothing to adapt. You're making another car movie. You're going to call it Gran Turismo. So maybe they already did what I suggested. And there's your video game connection. Uh, Here's another one. Mattel is working on a Dino Riders film. This is an exclusive from trackingboard.com. I vaguely remember those. Oh, well. I had one or two of the figures. I've never even heard of this fucking... So... Who is this? Slopeless film? Solo lips film? Whoever the fuck it is. Click on this fucking link, Scott. Who is this? Take a crack at it. Solar <laughs> Plus film. Is it some like Greek guy? No, it's the name of the film company. Oh, hold on. Film is in your in the docs. This yeah, is, that's where I'm at. I'm just trying to. Try to buy. Solipsist. Who? Solipsist. 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 Solipsist film in Mattel. I've teamed up. Read the fucking thing. I'm gonna tell you. Teamed up in order to bring some competition to Hasbro's Transformers franchise. A Diner's Rider. Well, first off, you need a franchise that most people remember. A <laughs> Diner Rider's movie is in development with Alyssa Phillips and Stephen Lehuro producing for Solipsist. I'm gonna read this just to see if I can find anything else that's hard to pronounce. So you may require a recap, considering they've not had a continuing cartoon series since its inception. Uh, in a futuristic war, the evolved human race known as the Valorians are trying to save the galaxy from Krulos and his army of mixed species Rulons. <gasps> mixed species. There you go. In an effort to escape a Rulon onslaught, Questar, the leader of the Valorians, turns on a machine that makes takes them all back in time to prehistoric Earth. Once there, the war continues with the Valorians using their psychic abilities to convince dinosaurs to aid them, and the Rulons using machinery to enslave dinosaurs to fight for them. So I, I'm I actually I think I did have I had a couple figures. I think it was like a Brachiosaurus, maybe. You're playing with a bunch of mixed species toys. You race yes, trader. I know race trader. Um, I had a few of them. I do remember the series vaguely, and um, apparently there were only 14 episodes. So yeah, they're really reaching deep to to do this one. I had one of them too, so I guess I'm a race trader. Mm. Yeah. Probably. 
Of course, the Jurassic World just came out mm. on DVD and then the theaters this year. So maybe if it comes out really soon and still riding that dinosaur high, uh, maybe it has a shot. But I really don't see how they can make this into a live action film. Oh, I can see how they can do it. I just don't see how they're going to make money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the script about people riding dinosaurs and blowing shit up sounds awesome to me. Well, no, this I can watch that movie. But. I can see this working on the Sci-Fi Channel, but I can't see this working on. That's the thing. It doesn't have it doesn't have brand recognition. I mean, you had Transformers. Has it ever been off TV? And if it was, what at the end of the eighties, early nineties, and then you had like Beast Wars and all these different series. Now you got the uh, what's it called? The Rescue Fire and Rescue or whatever. It's Transformers Rescue Bots, maybe. Rescue Bots or some crap like that. Yeah, and it's pretty good. I watch it with my kids. It's got like the Play School or the Imagine X looking figures. Yeah. Beast Wars has always been around. Yeah. Transformers, if it fell out of the limelight, it was very briefly. You know, I mean, it may not have been hugely successful like it was in the early 80s. But it's always been around for the most part. And it's pretty much had a presence in stores. Uh, I mean, other than maybe a very brief period of time, if at all. So no wonder Transformers made shit tons of money. Hell, it never it never left public conscious. So no. Dino Riders, on the other hand, someone says that to me and it takes me a second to kind of recall some of the figures. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm kind of tracking now. But I mean, it's hard for me to visualize them in my head. So... I like Terrible Thunder Lizards from Meek the Cat. Those were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Indiana Jones. Don't don't yawn on on camera, Scott. It's very unprofessional. (laughs) Indiana Jones. Been up all day since very early. Oh, you stud you. I've been up all day. Indiana Jones 5 have Harrison Ford, says Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's about all we can say. Hey, as long as George Lucas doesn't have aliens and... Some idiot swinging through the trees like a damn cartoon monkey. Mm. Hey, 10-4, let's roll with this. I don't care. Killing Joke has been okay to have um, an R rating, but the I forgot the name of the director now. James Tucker said that, uh, well, he's okay to have an R rating in it, that he not necessarily will go for the R rating. So, Killing Joke, the last real animated, well, real comic book. What I'm trying to say, Scott, is it's going to be fucking awesome. Bruce Timm. I hope so. I hope so. I know you got Mark Hamill's going to be doing it, but I don't know if Kevin Conroy's down for it or not. I'd be ashamed if you get pretty much. I don't know which one. Killing Joke's awesome. It is so good. That's one of the best. That's one of the best Batman stories ever. I, I'll I'll say that instead of trying to rank it. I'll just say it's one of the best Batman stories ever, and best Joker stories, best Robin stories. Um, it'd be a shame if you couldn't get Kevin Conroy for one of the for one of the the big league stories. I say they. There's no reason why they couldn't get him. I'm sure they will. What do you skip out on? The Red Hood one? The animated Red Hood movie? Yeah, he didn't do that, but... It was like James Woods or something was Batman. <laughs> I don't know who the hell it was, but he did okay, I guess. Whoever he did it was. do The Dark Knight. 
No, do that. I, and that's that was one of the best Batman films I've ever seen. Yeah, that was good. Um. Oh well. Yeah. And but Dark Knight was awesome. Killing Joke should be awesome as well. I just think that they should just hire somebody that looks like Bruce Wayne and let Kevin Conroy voice over everything. They don't need to do an R rating, but they don't need to. No. And what, uh, what you imagine you see can be just can sometimes be more effective than what you see. I mean, look at like gory movies. Yeah. Psychological horror stuff. Aliens. I mean, they didn't want to reveal the man in the suit and make it cheesy and ineffective. So they hit it and it actually it paid off big time. So yeah, now when you look at alien three and four, just look at the horror that came from that. Yeah. <laughs> look at what they did to the franchise. Yeah. When we're talking about retconning two of the movies completely out 15 or 20 years after one of them come out, that's kind of crazy. So, uh, in TV news, Cartoon Network cannot confirm the new Justice League series is going to happen. First they did, then they didn't, so we have no idea what the hell is going on. Um, if you want to know what's going on, you just have to go to um, Polygon.com. They actually have a link to see what the hell is going on there. They're so. on my boycott list. Who, Polygon? Yeah. Now what they do? Uh, they're they're um, fascist. They they don't they like like women women or some bullshit. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah, pretty much. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They're boycotted. Kotaku, all of them. I don't I don't go to any of those sites anymore. I used to get to them all the time. I got. I want to read about games. I want to hear how a game plays. If you want to have paragraphs about some content that you agree or disagree with, that's fine. At some point, tell me how the damn game plays. That, that, I was just like, I'm so sick of this. You, you want to get on the soapbox on a game review site? Cool. By all means, have that voice. But at some point, tell me whether the game plays well or not. So, Bayonetta 2, I think, was the one that broke me. Mm. They gave it poor reviews because... Well, I don't know if they gave it poor reviews. I forget. It was middling reviews at the very least. And it had nothing to do with gameplay. It was, she's sexist. It's like, okay, but how does it play? So, mm. I think that's what it was. I don't remember. I don't really remember because I really wasn't that offended. Just like, eh, boycott. Huh. So, uh, Scott, you're an old man. I, I, because I believe that women are equal <laughs> or should be treated equal and we shouldn't uh, create false situations of supposed equality and to take choice away from women. Uh, I don't know. I've heard this argument before. I, I just, I think everybody should be equal. Uh, get off your soapbox, Scott. Everybody should be under my heel. That's where everybody belongs. <laughs> I'm just, I'm working on that. I got some, I got some, I got some contacts, got some things planned out here. Mm-hmm. Daredevil season two teasers up. Scott hasn't watched Daredevil season one yet, so we can't talk about this. Five episodes in. Thanks, Scott. Um, uh, CM Punk is injured. This is the last bit of news. Um, his arm's a little boo boo. He should be better soon. Okay, that's it. Show's over. We got, we got one thing to talk about. 
No, you don't. Show's over. Okay. <laughs> what Sorry, is it? I'm about to get you under my heel first. Godzilla, Pacific Rim. Mm. They're doing Godzilla versus King Kong. Once they get all the licenses worked out. Once they get all the licenses worked out. So Godzilla had an okay worldwide. Pacific Rim had an okay worldwide, but it had a poor domestic. So they don't want to take a risk on Pacific Rim 2, apparently. So I think, since Legendary Pick, this is just conspiracy theory, is that once Legendary Pictures, who has the rights to both properties, if they can make some money on Godzilla vs. King Kong, I bet they'll have a Godzilla vs. Pacific Rim. Bet you ain't that. You know why? So they can make money. Because Godzilla punching robots is bound to make money. But I got to see Godzilla actually on the fucking screen punching shit. I'm just saying. I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna go see Godzilla versus King Kong if it comes out for one reason. I want to see Godzilla punch a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, an ape. I don't want to offend some fucking person. An ape. My cousin, King Kong. And then uh, I want to see King Kong punch Godzilla. And I want to see them correct the Americanized bullshit of King Kong conquering Godzilla like they did in the original. The Japanese release Godzilla wins. The American release King Kong wins. That's horseshit because we all know King Kong is going to get his ass kicked by Godzilla. And then once he gets done punching that ape into oblivion, I want to see him punch robots into oblivion. And I want to see robots punch Godzilla. But ultimately, I want to see Godzilla punch more robots than robots punch Godzilla. This Godzilla's a badass. There we go. So I'm they're going to fix the problem where... But I got to see it. In, in Peter Jackson's King Kong, King Kong was tiny. Yeah, they're going to have to fix that shit. I'm saying. I think it's just. I think it should just go like completely off one, but like, let's have a shrink ray. <laughs> shrink Godzilla. Godzilla. We'll completely go the opposite direction. And then Godzilla can like knock down like um, trolleys. Yeah, there we go. So that's gonna be like Ant Man. How about we have a grow a, 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 an enlarging ray? There we go. Just completely fucking sci-fi the shit out of it, and have him zap that monkey with something, and he gets big, and then Godzilla kicks him right in the balls. Classic fucking cinema, guaranteed billion dollar domestic gross. Yeah. Um, give the people something to watch, Scott. Or read or something. Uh, to read? Read, write. Um, Freedom by Adam Kokesh. That's a good one. Let's see. If, well, that's a little political. Uh, I'm trying to think what the last book I read was. Oh, I, the last book I read was Animal Farm or The Farm Order. It was about the communist pigs. Animal Farm? Yeah, Animal Farm. That was the last book I read. It was really good. I'd heard it was good. When I was in grade school and high school, I thought it was a children's book. It should be a children. It should be required reading for children in schools. It ends rather abruptly, but yeah. Yeah, it's a good book. Um, yeah. Good comic. Yeah, good comic. There was a. Uh, um, if you were subscribed, read Darth Vader. 
Marvel Unlimited. That's what I was going to say. If you subscribe to Marvel Unlimited or you buy comics, the Darth Vader series, I've read the first few. They're pretty good. The Princess Leia series is pretty good. And the Star Wars series that ran, I think, 2013 to 2015 or 2014. It's like a 20-issue series with the classic heroes. That's a really good 20-issue arc. I really liked it. So... Yeah, definitely hit that one. Yeah, that's, a good one. that's my recommendation. Oh, maybe Tremors 5. If you're, if you're a huge Tremors fan, give Tremor 5 a shot. Tremors 5 Bloodlines. Bloodlines. Now with more subtitles. Or more alternate. Uh, what, kind of, what do you call that kind of title? You got Tremors 5. What, what's the word Bloodlines? What's the phrase used to describe that title? That is Part a, of the title. That's the subtitle. Is we it? got the series title. Is it called a subtitle? It's a subtitle. All right. All right, then. It's a subtitle. It yeah. was all right. Yeah. Bert goes apeshit crazy in this um, cage under the sun. He gets delirious, and that that was the best part of the movie for me. So that's, pre- that's pretty cool. Uh, some really cool uh, uh, Graboid designs. And, yeah, Jamie Kennedy kind of surprised me. I mean, I'm, I'm, he's not – Orwellian or anything, but or not Orwellian shit. That was a completely wrong <laughs> word. wrong movie, Scott. Whoa, way out there. Um, you know, he wasn't. I hope it's not Orwellian. Pacino or anything like that. He wouldn't have that level, but you know, he was he was decent. So uh, the goatee and the longer hair, kind of, and the bandoliers and shit. It was like, wow, Jamie Kennedy almost looks like he could kick someone's ass, almost. So. But it was, it, was, it was okay. Second best in the series to me. And I'd give it a... I'd, I'd give it like a 5 or a 6 out of 10. So. Second best in the series, so it's better than the horrible sequel. Or the other horrible sequel, or the other horrible sequel. Yeah. I like all of them as far as I can watch them all. But man, I think it was 3. 3 was freaking atrocious. Actually, I, don't, I haven't seen the fourth one. Where they were back in time. It's in the old west. I can die. It's it's the ancestors of Bert and everybody. <laughs> Bert plays his ancestor. Um, there's no time travel, um, which probably would have been better. But uh, the uh, what's it called? I can't remember what's called. Road to Perfection, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, there's one in the old west. So. So. Tremors Five, decent cheesy flick. Tremors Five. Jamie Kennedy does his best Orson Welles impersonation. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. I was, <laughs> trying, to think, I was trying to think of a quality depiction of a character, and I fell flat completely. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, the game I, I picked up was, um, uh, shit, Puzzle and Dragons. And. For DS, 3DS, 3DS, I think so. Yeah, with with Mario and all that crap in there. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, it's something amazing happens when you actually die on, on the game. It it doesn't ask you to um, put in more money or wait oh, yeah. fifteen minutes and come back. It just you. Start back over at the beginning of the level. Amazing. That's kind of crazy, man. Wow. 
You just pay $30 and that's it. You can just play as long as you want. I'll have to pay more money. I think Nintendo hooked up with somebody who knows what they're doing. It's it's amazing. I'm surprised that they the Wii U and the uh, 3DS doesn't have the NFC readers for the um, credit cards. You can just tap them. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they're not as bad with DLC yet as these other corporations, but they they'll get there just like everybody else. It'll happen. Yeah, I was I was doing pretty good in Puzzle and Dragons and and. I haven't played the Puzzle and Dragons one yet. I started on the Mario one. I was doing pretty good, and then I started getting my ass kicked. I think fucked up on my teams. Yeah, I've been wanting to try that one. I've heard a lot of hype about that game. The sold like gangbusters in Japan. I think the the demo is okay. It's not that good, but uh, I don't know, for thirty dollars, it's it's, it's it's not bad. Yeah, it's something on my long list. I thought it was like $40, $40 but no, it's only $30. So, yeah. unless it's on sale for something or they drop the price. So, it was, it was either that or I was, like that. Since you that text that they dropped a couple of dollars, mm-hmm. a couple, couple, couple of games like um, a Little Big Planet 3 is $20 and The Order $18.80. Six twenty dollars. That's about fifteen dollars too much for that one. Yeah. Like, well, you're still paying for like a dollar a minute, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that game's only six hours long, and I'm probably going to get like thirty hours out of Nintendo game. So. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll play just go ahead and pay the extra ten dollars and get Nintendo because that's the game I really wanted anyway. Yeah, I'm going to play the order game one of these days, but it's going to have to be bargain bin at that amount of time that it takes to beat it. I have a feeling that game's probably going to be on PSN, plus, uh, PSN Plus one day. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's already $20 for some reason. It's probably yeah. going to be on, on Plus. Yeah, that will come out, what, like March or something this year? February? February, I think. Yeah. As a game that when I first saw some of the first few videos. I was like, it looks like it can be interesting. And I mean, it may not be a terrible game. I just, I don't want to play like 40 hour games anymore, even though there's a few, I will like a Zelda or something, but you know, 10 to 20, I want in that range. If I'm going to spend 60 bucks. And if I'm, if it's 10, it'd better be a damn good game for my $60, but I don't spend $60 too often on games. Did we talk about last week on the show? PlayStation Plus did not do anything for Halloween this year. You mentioned it. I don't know if that was in <clears throat> conversation um, before or after the show or whatever. I can't remember. We did talk about it a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. I mean, you know, I haven't been on the eShop lately. I bet the I bet the Nintendo Wii U eShop's probably got like the Halloween theme going on. They do they, something different each year. They did on uh, eShop today. They had like a little Halloween thing, spooky yeah, like, thing for for Halloween. Did they? Uh, I don't. I haven't. I haven't been on either one of my Nintendo systems in the last couple of days. Um, on the Wii U, it seems like last year they had some like Mario, like haunted house music playing. Maybe they did something when you logged into the eShop. The music was different, and then they had like ghosts and monsters and stuff and in the background and stuff. They had something. There was some sort of decoration. And they do that like each holiday. You get like the Christmas music. 
I mean, it's a little thing, but it's kind of neat. Like, especially Halloween is like my favorite holiday of the year. So, oh, I took my son to see Hotel. Both my sons I took him to see Hotel Transylvania two, mm. and Owen, which I liked, Hotel Transylvania one, and I liked uh, two. Um, but my son Owen walks up to the counter and he's like, "I want to order the tickets." That I was like, "All right." He orders, "I want to see Hotel Castlevania." <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> That's my boy. That guy was like, "What?" And I was like, "I just want to slap the guy." I was like, "You don't know what Castlevania is?" And he was like, he was like 15, 16, something like that. So his his only experience with Castlevania, if he has any, is the recent ones. So. Mm. But yeah, Hotel Castlevania. I was like, ah, I would watch that movie in a heartbeat. So yeah, Hotel Castlevania. Like one can hope, as long as it doesn't have Paul W. S. Anderson attached to it. Mm. Well, it's got that one dude, whatever his name is, that the um, Power Ranger guy. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, never mind. They got the new Power Ranger movie coming out. I'll probably have to take my kids to see that one. I haven't heard about that. They There was some casting news come out this week sometime about who the Pink Ranger is. Power Ranger... Or a Rangers movie. See, we got Power Rangers movie news. New film may not actually be a reboot, picking up after TV series. So, they have a new one. 2017. Not a reboot. Says it will pick up after, what's the last one? Dino Charge? Is that the last one? I never liked Power Rangers when I was a kid. I didn't I won't say that I like it now, but like the one with like the dino, I don't know if it was Dino Charge or if, if it had dinosaurs. They all have dinosaurs. It was like Dino Thunder Force something. It was so fucking ludicrous. I was like, I love this show. <laughs> it was like this summer. My kids never really got into Power Rangers a whole lot, but we did sit down um, and watch that series and like. He turns a sword into a drill and he drills the shit out of everything. I was like, that's badass. It's like Voltron on steroids. So it's like I can dig this. Tommy came back. So I know more about Power Rangers than I should for some guy that never really watched that much of it. Yeah, it was on by what, four or five o'clock in the afternoon? No Fox eleven. Uh, I was like seven AM and then four or five, something like that. Yeah. It was on before school. I remember that much. And because uh, I remember, I can remember watching like the first episode or second episode, and I just didn't like it. It was the pig that ate everything, and then, like a mohawk. Yeah, it was Voltron ripoff. That's why I hated it. Uh, okay, uh, close enough to end the show. And no, there will not be any music to begin the show or end the show because it's just too difficult to set everything up with so we're going to end the show now so say goodbye for everybody scott goodbye for everybody scott